Welcome, everyone, to the Live and Unrestricted Podcast, where our news is hot and our reactions are real. I just caught a plug and his phone was unplugged. I was looking at Doug like, dude, that shit don't even make no fucking sense. Like having fucking arguments with paying 50 extra simple barbecue. Sauching on the work is at McDonald's. I don't want to sit and argue. Good burger should have taught you. We all dudes. And I'm all professional and proper. But my baby mama stopped me in the meeting. Just to airdrop me some news. Hot damn hot water, hot shower. Atlanta smoking green cauliflower. Tangerine, yeah, I call it sweet and sour. And my lawyer say a surgeon, I'm gonna call him in out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Welcome to the live and unrestricted podcast, y'all. Yeah, yeah, and I'm your host, Holy Quran. Welcome back for another week with Hope and Kiron. I'm glad y'all came back. I'm glad that we're here again. Let's let's get into it of course of course and um what's our first topic for today okay so listen i'm so confused about this just like i'm sure everybody else is just as confused about it but it's like we really shouldn't be confused but we are what is going on with diddy and Lori harvey like i've been seeing all this stuff going on and it's crazy to me like it's insane did she used to date his son is that what's going on here um well from what i've been hearing i guess they had some type of past relations i don't be paying attention to what these young folks do is you know we're in the age of the millennials people date for like six weeks six months i have no clue but supposedly at some point they used to date and now she's moved on to you know mr Combs senior you know Exactly. Like, what is dating nowadays? Like, it's so many situationships and it's so many different definitions for, oh, I'm talking to somebody. So it's like, how can you really say what that particular situation was? I don't, I don't remember Facts. anything about it. I damn sure. I'm like, I don't remember paying any attention to something like that. Like, I'm like. I heard nothing about it. I, I'm going to be honest. Like, I just want to know if he fucked. Like, if he fucked, then it definitely made shit extra weird. Which everybody's saying that they dated, then I'm pretty sure that he fucked, so. It makes shit weird at the house, right? Like It's gotta make things weird. I'm so curious. Like, I would love to be a fly on the wall because this is wild. Like, and the thing is, I knew that they were dating. She wasn't saying anything. Of course, he isn't saying anything. Nobody's saying anything. But they showed up a couple weeks ago with matching outfits on. Like, hey. we seen them. It was cute. Shout out to Fashion listen, Nova. It, listen, that was definitely not Fashion Nova. It was uh, Sean John. It was, yeah, it was definitely Sean John at least. Macy's edition. So you know what I'm saying? Like, I at that point I was just like, oh, they together? Cause like I'm not going anywhere in a matching outfit with, with outfit with anybody unless like we we're together or it's my child. Like, I, other than that, like I'm not I'm not doing that. So I, I knew at that point. Then like you see them out on vacation with like their her parents so like a double date you know what i'm saying like mm. there's no speculation they are definitely dating so you know maybe she didn't want that uh she was tired that young of boy she's tired of that she's tired of them fuck boys yeah so young boys Nah, i mean honestly i, I mean i already knew what time it was like did he got a did he got a certain type of you know a certain type of woman that he likes she does and there's nothing wrong with that like i'm not gonna say she looks like cassie but she's got 
Cassie-esque features. You know I was, what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I was going to say, she doesn't look like her, but she does remind you of her in the way that she carries herself. Yeah. And in the fact that she is a young woman, you know, that's probably a little more mature and, you know, could handle this role, I guess, or what Diddy likes. I don't know. He, I think he just likes to cuddle up in the bed with a, with a young woman. Makes him feel young and vigorous. I don't even think yeah. he'd be fucking like that. She's 22. He's 49. And you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, you know, she, she, la- the last thing she posted on uh, Instagram was that, let me drive the boat. <laughs> and Diddy's like, sure. Sure. Actually, like, you can sure. drive all of my boats. Do it on Instagram. So I feel you, Do Lori it on Harvey. Snapchat. I feel you, Lori Harvey. Yeah, I- he don't, yeah. He don't really care. I think that's the situation. So now I'm I'm extra curious because, you know, everybody, you know, I heard the Meek line, you know, and she was on the wish list. And then after that, everybody had a wish list. But for sure, Lori Harvey was a top. Is that Steve Harvey's real daughter? Like, like, I, who, I don't like think she don't look like that big head nigga at all. She isn't. She looks like her beautiful mother. But also this is Steve's maybe second or third wife. Don't quote me. I'm not 100 percent sure. But um, he, that's not his daughter, you know, when she took his last name. Let me, I'm so curious, like, I, I really wonder when they got together. I, I'm definitely not paying this story any attention, but um, yeah, that's definitely not his daughter. Oh, so that's his, that's his stepdaughter. That's his stepjohn. Big bags. Oh, okay. Well, then, yeah, I'm going to be honest. Like, a lot of people went uproar. They're like, you know, how can you, you know, every everybody's trying to be, because you got to play both sides of the field. People got a lot of respect for Diddy, you know, take that, take that, bad boy. They're going to hold Diddy down. So they like, he an older man, you know, every older man wants a younger girl. And it's not on the R. Kelly vibes because she's of age. She is. Now. I mean, With that being said, the other side of the spectrum, men are looking like Steve Harvey. How dare you let this man date your daughter? And now it comes into the terms with his stepdaughter. So I wonder if is it just like he don't really care as much or how old is Steve Harvey? (laughs) I I guess he got to be within five, ten years of Diddy. Oh, okay. So Steve Harvey is 62. Diddy is 49. Lori is 22. And with that being said, (laughs) age ain't nothing but a number. Oh my gosh, I feel terrible. Shout out to I, Allah. I know. Mm-mm. Shout out to Robert. I mean, I, Shout out to Robert. Shout why are they doing Robert, Robert like this? Oh, what do you mean? Why are they? They doing Next Robert. Next topic. What are you talking about? Anyways. Um, doing Robert dirty, man. Yeah, so, you know, this is uh, hella interesting. But yeah, she's definitely. Her and Steve Harvey been married since. Oh, they started dating in 2005. They've been together for 13 years. So. She's oh, allowed nah, to take his nah. last name because she's been in their life for 11 of those 22 years that she, you know, he's been alive. So it's Lori Harvey. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like, yeah. So that's her daddy, daddy. You know what I'm saying? But, well, I get it. You're Diddy's right. her daddy, but that's her dad. You're right. You're Listen, right. you know what? I don't know. <laughs> but it's after Kings of Comedy. I don't uh, feel like the love is still there the same, but yeah. I don't claim this bald-headed Steve Harvey. I want... Steve Harvey with the high top back. That nigga was real. This, you want Mr. Hightower? I do want Mr. Hightower back. But I, this new Steve Harvey with the bald head? Nah, I'm not feeling him. Yeah. But, you know, that's that's it for that. 
Alright, so it's apparently a hot girl summer for not only just Lori Harvey, it's still a hot girl summer for April. And the only reason that I definitely want to talk about this is because the episode just came on the other day. Shout out to Mona Scott. All right. Love and Hip Hop Hollywood. Did y'all catch Love and Hip Hop Hollywood? I missed some of the beginning. So what? She immediately came out guns blazing, I believe. Uh, Yeah. As soon as I turned on the TV, uh, first off, I seen Ray J was pregnant. Um. Big facts. Ray J definitely had that baby. Oh my gosh. I seen A1, you know, he back with his fingernails painted. Nene Lannister. It's the funniest picture of A1 on the internet. And he, it's not even a meme. It's just his regular outfit. Yeah, man. I don't know, man. I be wondering, you know, like, how the dynamics of LA is so wild. Like, how can Nipsey and A1 be from the same place? But, you know, to each his own. But the episode did start off spicy. Like, they went straight into it, you know, with the April Jones and Lil Fizzle Dizzle. Shout out to my boy Lil Fizzle Dizzle representing for the, for the, for the, you know, for the young hot, young hot, young hot bros out here turning up. I don't even know what to call our summer no more, but my man Young Fizzle is leading the flag. And you know, him and April try to explain their situation a little bit. Uh, but they, it's kind of weird because... They kept saying there wasn't anything to explain, but there clearly is something yeah, to explain. Yeah, it's like they shot it late. So they shot it early. So it's like they're like, uh, kind of like in a friend place and don't know how to explain it. But then later on, I guess they come out and say what? You know, he been beating them guts up? Basically. Like, bum, bum, bum. She... <laughs> Apparently, they, okay... So apparently when Omarion and April broke up, it was like the craziest thing ever. She she got served with papers and all that. So I guess she was feeling a type of way. Her and Lil Fizz went on a family vacation. A family and, vacation. Um, yeah, because, you know, he got kids. A kid, I believe. And she got some kids. And um, I want, listen, I want somebody to hit us on our Instagram page. Hit me in the DMs and let me know. Like, is that something that people with kids do? Like... As you, you know, like, if you have kids, but, you know, like, you're not with your significant other, do you go on, like, do you take the date to, like, a family trip now? Is it, like, a family dick date, but the kids don't know that that's what's oh my. going on? A family dick date. That is the wildest thing I've it seemed like really they just went. That's it seemed really, like they really went on weird. a vacation to, to Chicago. I don't know what a family dick date is. It's However, date. they, they went the on a family vacation. Dick date. And... Dick may have been given at some point. Oh my gosh! Stop saying family dick date. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's wild because it makes you think that yeah, you got to involve the kids. You got to bring your kids. I got to bring my kids just so I can get this dick. Yeah, mm. I, hey, is that what's going on out there in the world? Somebody hit me up and let me know. I'm this so is... curious to know. Um, are people going on family dick? Never family, d- yeah. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So they went on a family dick date and. I guess after that, of course, I mean, that's what it was. Because my homegirl, Monique Slaughter, she not the type to just trip for no reason. Monique, she not the type to just trip for no reason. She clearly went off because she knew it was a dick date. Family dick date. Don't bring my goddamn kid on this family dick date and not tell me. crazy. Listen. I feel her now. But do she even have custody? Do he have to discuss such matters with her? Like A dick date? No, a family vacation. 
So Monice is upset about it. I'm so curious to see how it's going to unfold because April is just like, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Like me and Fizz have been through a lot. Fizz is like, yo, me and O's relationship was strictly business. I was only cool with one of you niggas in the group. And Rasby is shaking. Okay. That felt like a shot. Like when I heard Yo, that, he shot them niggas. When immediately. I heard that, that felt like a shot in the chest. Like it was three. college. College is four years. If you if you be around the same the same dude in the dorms for four years, you be like, yo, that's my brother for life. These niggas went on tour for years, made the millions together for but years. Money changes people, and you know that. So if they was barely friends before, the money is not going to make the friendship go after that. Like. Come on now, like. He was, they was both in you guys. Listen, I don't want to hear, I was so mad at him for saying that we wasn't friends. It was Y'all three was niggas you got served together. It was three niggas on Love and Hip Hop talking about one. That indicate, that's an indication right there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, they got on Love and Hip Hop. They all got their check, ranging from $1,100 to $2,300, <laughs> okay, for appearing on the episode. You and guess which one Mario. got the 1100 And... <laughs> They came in Omarion's neck, and that's what they're going to continue to do all season. And Omarion's not going to say nothing because he doesn't give not one fuck. Well, maybe he does. Who knows? I would like to hear from Omarion. What's going on? Did the dance-off ever happen? I need answers. Well, apparently that dance-off happened. Apparently it didn't because he don't give a fuck either way. (laughs) Apparently it didn't. Yeah, he didn't respond. But, I mean, that that was very spicy. And, um... I want to ask your opinion on it. Like, um, I heard Lil Fizz say something, you know, I'm still, you know, like a lot of this stuff is just up in the air for me when I hear it. But he said he thought Omarion was weird because as another man is spending time with your kids, you know, family vacation, <coughs> dig date, he said that Omarion should have reached out to him as, a, you know, knowing that he's a male spending time with his kid. And he thought that was weird that Omarion hasn't even reached out on that front. <laughs> How do you feel uh, about that? I think Omarion does not want to be bothered. He is the highest level of unbotheredness at this point, so he can't be bothered with it, he whether is. it's got to do with his ex bitch or his kids. Like he don't give a fuck. Don't give like. a fuck. Okay. Yeah. But he is correct. Like you just gonna let? I mean, I don't know though, because like you said, they've spent so much time together. So it's like, does he really need to reach out? That he knows what type of guy he is, right? Like that's technically what I, like. Like, like technically, let's be very let's be, technically. Like, how long has been to B2K been together? Like, I'm gonna try to go through and count the hits. Like, I, I remember. Nah, I ain't about to do that. Like, yeah, I, I, I remember, remember the, bump, bump, bump. Yeah, I remember bump, bump, bump all the way. They had a good run. At least I'm gonna say at least five, six years. Like, there's no way you, they dominated a lot of yeah, my. Yeah, you're not school. gonna be on. You're not gonna be dominating so, together. So I'm gonna say that was like at least three years. Like. I mean, I don't listen. That's what I'm saying. So, did he really need to check in? Like, no, nah, he don't got to check in. He knows you exactly. Don't. He's unbothered. He's fucking unbothered. But you know who is bothered? April. You know who is bothered? Little Fizz. All y'all niggas are bothered. That's why you got on TV and made it. Made the whole first episode about that shit, so everybody could get their little check and shit. That, that's really what it come down to at the end of the day. Basically, like, I always like say. It's a storyline. Y'all it, so fake. It bothers me that these guys are superstars and they act this way because there's so many people in the world. There's so many people in this world 
Like, just a fresh start won't hurt any of you guys. I don't know how the fuck you end up talking to the right-hand man, baby mama. Like, that's just... Like, you couldn't go... You couldn't find nobody else. You couldn't... Y'all seen... You couldn't give her a shoulder y'all without seen the dick. Mar- you, y'all seen marriage boot camp. That nigga fucked up. Mm. He is fucked up. Mm, mm, oh, well. Mm. Have a, have your, live your best life, April. I'm not mad at you. Have your cake and eat your ice cream... On, top on of your family too. dick thing. There you go. Alright, so speaking of dick. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> so listen. Go on to the next topic. Listen. Not dick. Speaking of cucumbers, I'm just gonna can pause you say that right the there. I think I can. I can say dick and cucumber in the same sentence and it, it's it's normal and that's weird as fuck to me. Yeah. But Y'all are making it a very normal thing, okay? I don't know if y'all saw it. Did you see what happened over the weekend? In the Atlanta? cucumber challenge. Atlanta. Yo. I missed out. What happened? Was girls sticking two, three, Yo, four cum- so cu- cucumbers in their mouths? All of this. Who had two cucumbers in their mouth? Yeah, the apparently there was a party. Um, Alexis Sky. Is she on Love of Hip Hop? Another, another. No, she's on. She was on New York with, because uh, that's Fetty Wap's uh, baby mother. And I remember she was uh, supposedly signed to... Um, that part. Anyways. The Takashi people's. Anyways. You know, she should um, be under investigation, if you ask. <clears throat> she my, should my, be under investigation. My, my business, through association. She should be <laughs> under investigation for this. Is a, listen, well, okay. So, apparently there was a party this weekend. Alexa Sky and her new nigga. I, I don't know who's more famous. Her or her nigga. They're both... I don't know. I don't know who they are, but... They had a oh, party Oh, her nigga's weekend. trouble. I've never heard of him. Atlanta. Atlanta's one of Atlanta's finest. He's probably been around for the last couple of years. He's been having a good couple features on people's songs. Okay. He got a new song out with the City Girls that's uh, pretty hot right now. It's one of them songs that got people twerking. Shout out to my man J5. He also worked on that video set. Oh, shit. Right. Pretty lit. He lit. Damn. He sent Carisha. <laughs> Carisha, please. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, but... Now, this pool party was lit, lit, lit Um, It was hosted by YFN Lucci. Um, Osto had mm. Boosie Badass Damn. in the building. I know him and Regine broke up if they wasn't already broke up. <laughs> Lil Wayne, little daughter was in there. Even though I heard she said it's her last summer party because y'all was a little too turnt. I mean, it was Liddy in the city, two titties. Yes, she was there. She said her and her homegirl said they actually done because of all the action they seen at the party that they going to give their hot girl summer break. And I can't blame them because this party was off the ch- ch- chain. This cucumber cucumber challenge is not what the hot girl summer is about. This I don't is know how I missed this pool capital party. Capital N O T. What the hot girl summer is about. Why? What happened? Was it? What was the challenge so about? So the challenge is as simply cucumber stated. Challenge? Yes, bitches been sticking cucumbers down their throats. Oh, so, okay. Next thing, oh, Boosie posted a um, he Boosie posted a video. Now he's notoriously known for you know his lives, his Instagram lives. But he posted a video on his page, which everybody woke up to. That's how I got aware of the situation. Mm-hmm. And it's mad bitches in the video with cucumbers down their throat. It's spit flying everywhere. Mm. <laughs> I hope y'all taking notes. Spit everywhere. Go ahead. It's also one one young lady. 
Alexis Scott and her man is, you know, you know, playing with the cucumber, sticking it in her mouth, you know. Hey. <laughs> and then, then the next point, you know what I'm saying, they, they start to engage her in her vaginal area with the cucumber. Damn, they start fucking her with a cucumber. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. They start, you know what I'm saying, they got wild to, to be extra party. vulgar. You know, they tapping on a pussy, and then they next thing I know, hey. it's inside. I'm like, hey. yo. Hey, okay. First of all, did anybody wash up the I cucumber? cannot preach to y'all how many pesticides that they put on these fruits, these vegetables. And all, all I know is, so nobody. the inside of her pussy right now is screaming for fucking help. Nobody didn't put no apple cider vinegar on it, the cucumber first? Listen, it smells like apple cider vinegar has been on that cucumber now. I bet I bet it smells <laughs> like that right now. I I was, uh, like, the cucumber challenge was already crazy. Like, we no, no. I'm just so curious, like, as a man, like, it was, you know, Boosie said it was the best, you know, best pool party you've been to, obviously, Trouble was into it, you know. The whole party looked lit from what I saw. How do you feel about that? Like, I'm just so curious. Like, what is the fascination? Like, or what do you think the fascination is? Like, I don't, I don't fucking get it. Like, it's, it's fucking weird as shit to me. But I'm a female, so. Well, I, to be honest, it's, it's weird to me also because. I don't really, I don't really get it. I mean, watching girls suck on a cucumber doesn't do anything for me. Um, I I grew up in an era where I remember being a little kid and rushing to watch Real Sex on HBO. And Shout out to Real Sex and the Last Button. You got to keep Nickelodeon on the Last Button. You feel me? Okay. So I grew up seeing, I seen the action. I seen, I seen what it looked like. My mind can't go back now. So you playing with with your with your vegetables ain't helping me out <laughs> about one bit. Playing with your vegetables and not eating them. Like you know, I can go to X Video or Pornhub on my phone right now. I don't want to see you play with no vegetables. So it don't do anything for me. I'm not gonna lie. At a at the pool party though, with some alcohol in your system, you know I'm. <laughs> It did seem kind of wild when I looked at the video. I ain't gonna lie about that. It was that. hella wild. So to be in the atmosphere. You, having your, so you, your adrenaline it, running. So you would have been... With your adrenaline running. So you would have been near the cucumber. I would have been, been passing out the cucumber. <laughs> like, who need another cucumber? I'm dead. That's terrible. I wouldn't, I wouldn't enjoy myself when I look back at it. I probably felt like how a lot of people felt the next morning. Like, <laughs> like, what was I doing? Oh, like, right. What, what was my sunglasses? Oh, right. I should have covered yeah, up. I should have covered yeah, my face. Yeah, right. Don't, don't let your face be caught on camera. Sheesh. Oh my gosh! Yeah, this shit was like really crazy to me. Like I just was so curious because no, sexually there's no turn on there. Honestly, when I see girls do it, I just think that they can't do what they're trying to do. You know, you know how e- even some still, malib- cucumbers are huge. girls. I don't, I don't care. Cucumbers are huge. So like, I'm just saying, like it's not quite the same not, thing. No. So I did I, learn. I've in a, seen. I've, it's, it's the equivalent to watching. You ever seen like a real skinny girl? Try to dutty wine on a chair or, or um, try to sexually seduction dumb. dance. And she be whining and doing everything on the floor. You're like, damn, that shit look like, whoa, she look like she might put it on somebody and not do something. And then you get in the bedroom. It ain't, that ain't that. It ain't, yeah, I mean, I guess so. It just look, it's, it's look good for advertisement. Listen, ladies, they say that if you want to know how to suck, I learned this in a tantric class. If you want to hey. learn how to 
suck dick well. Get you a mango and suck it off, suck the fruit off, the pulp off without using your teeth. And that's how you... Message. Yeah. And let the spit fly. You know what I'm saying? So, try it. Let me know how it work out. But this cucumber Message. challenge, not where it's at. Not where it's at not at all. Not where it's at, man. Y'all gotta be stopped. This is not what the Hot Girl Summer is about. Hot Girl Summer is a bunch of other things and definitely not this fucking foolishness at all. I told you. Hey, look. It's, all it's looking like is girls are trying to do fuck shit to catch up for niggas for the last 10 years. Nah. Like, we've been in the lead. And now y'all just over here. That's what I'm saying. That's not what the Hot Girl Summer's yeah, about. That's supposed like, to be listening y'all, to Erykah Badu and re-spiritualizing as a team. Energizing your crystals amongst Ain't doing nobody that. take their crystals amongst to the twerking beach. at brunch. You're supposed to balance it out and do both. Catch me on Instagram, literally hope, literally that hope if you want to catch the balance. You got to catch the balance, ladies. But this cucumber challenge is not where it's at. <laughs> eat these fucking vegetables out your mouth. I, you can eat them. You can put them in your mouth, but just cut them up. And put them throw in, it in a salad. salad. <laughs> Damn. All right. So on to some more serious topics because let's get serious. We want to let you know that we're culturally aware. We are aware of the uh-huh. ratchet things, but we are also very, very aware and conscious of what's going on. We want you all to be in the know with us. Talk to me. So what's so, happening in the world? Yo, it's, 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 it's crazy things happening as normal. <laughs> not normal, but there's crazy things happening all around us. Do not be distracted. Pay attention. Um, Wayne County, um, the DA's office in Detroit, charged a 10-year-old with felony assault. Mm, a young lad charged a 10 year old with felony assault for hitting a student another student in school as they were allowed to play the game with a dodgeball and dangerously um injuring that child Mm. he's charged with felony assault a 10 year old and honestly like if you look up the video and you look at this 10 year old you're thinking, oh, this must have been like a bully type of situation. This must have been, uh, you know, someone getting into a fight or something of that case. No, it was just a regular. How many times have you played dodgeball? Like, I grew up on dodgeball. Everybody did. The most intense of intensest games of dodgeball. I can only imagine how dodgeball games in the Bronx go. Yeah, sometimes. Actually, <laughs> it doesn't involve a ball sometimes. Okay, well, <laughs> but this wasn't in this case. It was definitely, you know, a regular dodgeball ball. Mm. The reason that the uh, family, well, I guess... Assault charges, wow. Normally, you wouldn't think that there would be, you know, dangerous injuries coming from this, but the child that was um, assaulted, and I put that in quotes, um, he already had, a like, a dangerous condition to where... He had like a fragile heart thing or like a fragile mm. head thing. So honestly, should he have been playing fucking dodgeball? Like I'm don't so curious. Like, like, don't sound like you should be on the dodgeball field. All I'm saying or the is, court or kids they like those always got a note in gym class yeah. that said, "Hey, on the extra physical days, this may not be your day for you." Or they're gonna know their own limitations and have talked to the gym teacher about that. Facts. So I'm just trying to figure out like how we get to that, and you can already guess. What color were these people? 
Hmm. So it's just um, so interesting to me. Um, but it's crazy um, because the uh, charges were eventually dismissed. So I don't, I don't want you all to think that he's still, well, sort of. The charges were eventually dismissed, but um, the problem is that the charges were only dismissed because, you know, the story picked up wind, it, it became viral, and constituents demanded that the charges be dropped. The problem with what happened is the DA, and her name is Kim Worthy, she came forward only after immense pressure, uh, stating that she's dropping the charges. However, the language that she uses is that she may potentially pursue charges in the future. So while this family, you know, got the, they got the notice that the child was gonna be charged via a voicemail, it was an automated message saying that they needed to appear in court for felony assault case for the uh, 10 year old. Um, the charges were only dropped after immense outrage by the public. And now the family's living under still the same amount of stress because it's like, oh, I can't even breathe. Oh, you're telling me the charges are dropped right now, but you're gonna, you may pursue charges later. So this child has to live the rest of his life. Like, this is just a story that's just repeated in the African-American community too many times. And it's so fucking scary. Like, Preach. I am appalled and we all should be appalled because what if this story didn't gain traction? Like, what if it was never viral? It's, well, it's crazy to me. And like you said, that's just that's just a common situation that we face in the uh, inner cities, like African-Americans, Latinos, people of all different race and backgrounds. You know, it's just sad to hear that it happened to this kid at such an early age. But, you know, I can remember growing up as, you know, once my friends, once I hit 16, you know, just a lot of my friends were placed in situations where, you know, you know, maybe it's just wrong place at wrong time. But now they're stuck with, you know, felony charges and without the right representation and the right legal help. You know, this, you know, they're stuck in bad situations and stuck with stuff haunting them for a long time. And right. it's just sad. It's really sad to see that, you know, there's no limit to how how early they'll try to get you. It's no limit. It's a continuous cycle. At this point, um, you know, I was watching some video about it and, um, what is his name? Um, Sean King, is that what it is? Yes. Yeah. Sean King, he said it really poignantly. It's, you know, like a pipeline from the school to prison. Um, black children are exponentially expelled more than white children the numbers are just outrageous. The difference is outrageous. Um, and it's not just young black males. They're also doing the same thing for young black females. They're also suspending them for simple things such as hair. I saw a meme earlier this week where it had all these unacceptable hairstyles for little girls, black little girls and black little boys, but they're sending those kids home. They're suspending those kids until they, you know what I'm saying, they fix their hair, but it's like, it's just a pipeline from one to the other because if you're not in school, like, what are you doing all day? And we all know that in the African-American community, a lot of times, like, when those kids are in school, their parents are at work. And if they're not 
at school, then there's nobody to take care of them. So they're out there doing whatever, you know, just being out there doing what they have to do during the day. So I think it's just um, a very, very unfortunate situation that continues to repeat itself. But we need to stand up and do something about it. Um, We need to get this DA um, because she has perpetually fuel this pipeline from school to prison we need to get her to um rescind her comments and take back what she said about this uh young young uh male here who was charged and the charges were dropped she needs to come out and publicly apologize to this family for leaving you know such a distressing message an automated voicemail about the situation but also she needs to come forward and say that there will not be charges pursued in the future because it's just not right. So I think we all have to do our due diligence and we have some information for y'all in terms of the phone number that you can call in Detroit. Um, If you can speak with a person, that would be great. Um, And you can demand this, of course, be respectful, of course. Um, But also we have an email address as well. So you can email or call and get your voice heard. Um, We do have a voice here while this Thing, democracy is still in effect so we definitely have to use definitely have to use it correct uh so the da's information her name is kim worthy and you can call the da's office at 313-224-5777 again her name is kim k-i-m worthy w-o-r-t-h-y and the number to call is 313-224-5777 Seven, <laughs> or you can email kworthy k w o r t h y at waynecounty.com. Wayne County is spelled W A Y N E C O U N T Y. So if you want to reach out um, and do him justice, of course, for this young man, uh, reach out to Kim Worthy and uh, demand respectfully, of course, that she rescind those comments. Um, but she also issued them a public apology. All right. So right along with that, um, I know you've seen this Brian Banks movie that's getting ready to come out Friday. Did you, I, I'm not going to lie. I'm like not that educated on the situation, but had you heard of Brian Banks prior to this movie coming out? Not at all. I have no clue who this man is. But uh, once I heard a little bit more about the topic and what happened to him, it definitely... Uh, made me want to check the movie out just to be aware i can't believe this happened you know in in our era and you know now we're finally hearing this story so it's important as a black community to go see this and encourage other people to you know get his story out and um hear about how he was wrongfully done um you know the wrongful convictions is just a thing that unfortunately ravages our community um so, like you said, it's definitely a great movie to go check out, go see, um, and support him. Um, Aldous Hodge is the main character who plays Brian Banks. He was convicted of raping a classmate. He lost about 11 years of his life between the time served in probation. But we all know that that's disproportionate uh, compared to their white counterparts, such as, I don't, you know, this is a case that got a lot of attention during, like, 2015, 2016, Brock Turner, he was convicted of raping a female and he only he got six months probation. So it's a huge probation. It's a huge disparity between the two. So that just illustrates my point about 
this pipeline from school to prison because we're just fueling, we're pushing it in that direction. If we're, the numbers are higher, then you see what happens. It, it's continued to happen. So definitely want to get out there and support, uh, support everything that's going on. Go see that movie and go understand his story. Big facts. I mean, everybody in the streets knows when Max B is coming home. They supporting, liking all his pictures, waiting for him to come home. Everybody is like free Big Meech. That's a homie. You can support those guys. You can definitely support Brian Banks and his story and his way to redemption. Big facts. Um, we saw what we did with uh, When They See Us. So I definitely want that same energy for Brian Banks' story as well. If we're getting to tell the story, we should definitely support. Um, so this week has definitely been a crazy one for the United States. We definitely try and keep it lighthearted here. A lot of unrestricted, but sometimes we can't help but talk about the things that are happening all around us. Um, in the U.S. this year, there's been 250 mass shootings just in 2019 alone. <clears throat> Sound like a Rambo movie. The most recent ones have happened a day apart. Um, so, as you all have heard... At least 31 killed in U.S. weekend mass shootings. Two different shootings. Um, one was in El Paso. 22 people were killed after a mass shooting on Saturday. They found an anti-immigrant document um, exposing white nationalists and racist views. Another nine people were killed in a shooting in Oregon in the Oregon district of Dayton, Ohio. Mm. So 31 people were killed. Um, I think a baby was um, also, or a child was also taken during this. There was, I mean, so many children's lives <clears throat> that were impacted, but um, it's really crazy to hear because one of the shooters is dead. I think they um, may have killed him on the scene, but the other one was taken into custody. Um, and we all know how this goes. What is the meme that is floating around here? Not to not to be funny or anything, but like, I know y'all have seen that meme with Betty White on it. Yeah, like, very interesting. But it's a fact. I mean... I mean, that's not something that black people do, you know. It's it's sad to say, but going back all the way back to the times of slavery when the white man gave us religion, we just, we, we even through our worst times, we're not thinking about often a whole bunch of people or often any other race or often ourselves just to, you know, prove a point. That's not like Malcolm... Martin, Martin, especially Martin, showed us to, you know, protest peacefully. Like, even at our worst times, black people ain't thinking about going in Walmart and shooting the shit up or doing nothing crazy. Gangsters know that schools is off limits. Like, the hardest hoodest of niggas Man. will not go to a school and shoot that, shoot nowhere near it. Not nowhere near that not bitch. nowhere near it. I was, <laughs> I've been in Afghanistan I was in Afghanistan in 2011 in the middle of 
a, a mission and I'm not even gonna lie we should have known where the hell we was going we ain't know where the hell we was going somehow we done walked into a, a, a mosque a, a Muslim maybe it was like a little Muslim church and the crazy thing is I'm pretty sure the bad guys seen us go into that building 20 minutes later an elderly came out the street and told us hey we know what you guys are doing in here but we don't play with these areas so we done spoke to the bad guys they didn't give you permission to leave and you guys can start over again tomorrow I thought that was the most gangster shit in the world I said wow real shit y'all don't fuck with the churches at all like they could have blew our asses up in the church we don't even know we in the church I was like wow this is a nice ass house they looking at us from across the way like, these motherfuckers that went in the church. God damn. <laughs> Somebody tell them to come out. We start this shit again tomorrow. Y'all niggas don't even know where y'all at. And that shows you, like, even in a, in a third world country where people is fighting for their lives all the time, the most gangster situation, even they got their restrictions. Those terrorists, those, those people that we call terrorists, meanwhile, it's terrorists living and walking amongst us every fucking day. Like It's sad. It's really sad that you can hate people or hate like I'm like I'm black we done been through some shit and we still don't we don't we just don't even give a fuck about y'all motherfuckers and y'all be so mad y'all be so y'all be so, so in your feelings that so you wanna upset. erase people and and kill people when y'all have a bad day or you go through you know some depression or go through some rough times it's really sad as a nation like we really gotta do better white people have a history of erasure right you know they want to get around something and erase that particular culture because they feel like they are the superior culture that behavior has been mimicked over and over again you all white people have a superiority complex <clears throat> if you don't think you have a superiority complex step in somebody else's shoes for a day try and understand what it's like to live like a person of color I'm reading this book right now that call, that's called What Doesn't Kill You Makes You Blacker. And it simply speaks to the testament of the struggles that we go through every single day. But still, we manage <clears throat> to not take that shit out on anybody else and go shoot the motherfucking school up. Despite everything that's been thrown against us, but the major terrorists the major threat to the United States is not people of color, not black people like they made us made it out to seem, you know, when uh, Malcolm X was around and they released that whole thing about how the Black Panther Party is the most dangerous terroristic group in the United States. No, that's not us. That's not the description. That's not the description that we have. That doesn't fit us. It's white males, period. You look at every single one of these shooters and they are white. And they are all detained peacefully after killing hundreds of people collectively. It's fucking insane. We need gun control and something needs to be done about this shit. I've seen a meeting that say, just let deport all the white people until we figure out what the fuck is going on. <laughs> like real shit. It, yeah, it's really sad. You know, <laughs> I, I remember being in the military and I would talk to my white friends and I would be like, you know, like I remember when uh, they had a mass shooting, something, something happened. And we were talking about it, and they was like, "Yeah, you know, you know, maybe they could do this, maybe they could do that to make things better." And I was like, "Hey, you know, 
I grew up in the Bronx, but you know, we don't know a lot, but I was like, we never, we didn't have no mass shootings at no schools in the Bronx. I was like, all the schools had metal detectors, so you know, maybe that maybe that's too much to ask. But I was like, we didn't have no mass shootings. Can't bring nothing in there. Just saying. Just saying. But um it's crazy how I really feel like it really comes down to uh like like sometimes I want to challenge Americans. I want to challenge I want to challenge men to really be men like like we both like everybody has balls. You got you got cojones, you got nuts. Be a man about it. Take care. You don't need a gun. Like if every if everybody in the world didn't have weapons, what would you have to do? Solve what problems. What would you have to protect yourself? You have to you have to solve problems by communicating, talking, handling it out actually you know coming to a solution or if not if you can't do that then you got to scrap it out and that's fine sometimes sometimes i get it sometimes violence you know what's what i heard kobe bryant said this a long time ago when a, when a meta when a meta piece joined his team he said you know what's that you how you reach peace through war so sometimes i get that sometimes you have to go through some battles but that don't mean it got to be with weapons I don't think at no point on American soil people should have automatic weapons. Like, I hated, I hate that when I was in the military, a lot of white boys would just justify by saying, "Oh, I need, I need, I need this for hunting. I need a shotgun rifle for hunting." Nah. No, it's, no, you don't. You're nervous. You're afraid that one day a guy like me is gonna knock on your door, and instead of just saying, "Hey, how can I help you?" Your heart's gonna be pumping Kool Aid, so you're gonna feel a lot more safe if you can hold your gun in your hand while you talk Shoot to me first. through the door. And Shoot it's sad. First and never ask questions. It's honestly just be a, a man. Really, it's just a really sad thing, but there has to be gun control. Like I know I talked about getting on the phone um, for that DA uh, earlier. But we need to do the same thing here. There has to be some type of reform. There has to be some type of change. <clears throat> the Constitution is the same Constitution written by people that are dead that can no longer help us interpret it. So I just think we got the interpretation all fucked up. I don't think we're looking at it right. I damn sure don't think we're looking at it right. Something needs to change because it's just not necessary. It's just not necessary. It's time for people to find another way to deal with their problems. And because this isn't it. I'm tired of senseless children, innocent women, men, innocent people dying because the biggest terrorist group in our country right now is white males. Two other countries have actually issued travel warnings. Because of the recent yeah. mass shooting, Uruguay, Venez- yep, Venezuela. And Venezuela. <clears throat> they're telling their um, they're telling their people, "Don't come to the United States because they're killing everybody. Hide your kids, hide your wife. They killing everybody out here." And it's sad. <laughs> I noticed that they actually shot it out in two cities, two cities to stay out of, and they actually said Baltimore and Detroit. They did. So. Wow, you know, I, I took that as a shot. Shout out to my people in Baltimore. But no, you don't need to stay out of places like that. You need to stay out of places where white boys go because exactly that's who's doing the motherfucking shooting. Ain't no mass shootings in Baltimore. Sorry. So it's just sad that, you know, you got... It's whatever the president says. You got the president giving, you know, cities in different places, bad black eyes. 
and at the same time not actually facing our real problems and trying to you know help that I, you know i heard that the first thing he did in office was change you know something that president obama has been working on for a long time to try to get us you know to get some type of you know restriction on these semi-automatic weapons and all these cartridges and clips 100 round drums there's only nine states that are banning that ban 100 round drums i've used 100 round drums that's because where i was at i was cleaning the street when people come out shooting i gotta kill everybody everything you don't need that for hunting that's for know. mass shootings and mass killings 100 Period. round drum that was a hundred round bullets gone in less than 15 seconds and no crowd of people surviving that. So it's just sad that people have access to that. Shouldn't even be something that the average American citizen should, you know, can go get, purchase, get a license for. It shouldn't even go that far. He probably bought that shit from Walmart. Bought that shit from Walmart, turned around, went back to the Walmart area and used that shit. Like, it's fucking crazy. It's sad. You can get all these. You can get all the pieces. You can get a regular gun and get all the pieces to upgrade it online, and it's just sad. It's that simple. There is one man we do want to shout out. <clears throat> a fellow soldier. He was yeah, um, yeah, yeah. in the Footlocker next to the area, and he said that a young child ran in and you know was yelling like, "Hey, there's someone shooting in the mall." And he said he originally didn't pay any attention to the kid. But then he went outside and saw more people screaming, and the only thing he could think to do was start grabbing kids and take getting at, getting them out of the mall. So he would run in, keep his head down, grab a couple kids, take them out the mall. So it's just these unsung heroes that we need to be talking about, not this shooter. Um, we definitely don't need to be glorifying him because he's sick, he's a terrorist, and that's it. He has no other name. He's a menace to society. Period. I don't give a fuck about psychotics. I don't give a fuck about none of that. Yeah, big fact. Shout out to that brother that held it down. You know, with that being said, you know, man, it's just on America to, you know, always keep the black man down. You know, I hate it even in the inner community. If you know, if I if I hear you know two chicks talking, they just like, oh fuck this nigga. Let me hit this fuck nigga. See what he doing. This ass nigga. Suck my dick, nigga. It's just like, I, sometimes I feel like African-American man gets no respect. So even if the average person is just doing what they're supposed to be doing, you know, they don't get no shout outs. They don't get no pickups just for being themselves, just for being good dads, just for holding it down like a regular person. And to some people, they say, well, that's ex you should do that. That's expected. Well, in today's society where they make it hard for just being a black man, you know, I think that is sometimes it's good to give people props for that. So in a time when there is, you know, a little bit more going on and you see a black man step out and be courageous and, you know, he didn't he didn't he didn't say, oh, you know, I'm I'm doing this for myself or for any other reason other than the simple fact that you don't want to see anybody of any color or any children getting be harmed. You know, it's just the simple thing. So whether it was him saving people's lives or him just doing what he was doing. I think it's just the being human and doing what's right. I want to shout out all all African American males for just just doing that, just holding it down as men. Hell yeah! If uh, anybody hasn't told you, I love you, black man, and I appreciate you. Okay, so speaking of another black man, I know y'all still watching Snowfall. Damn, I thought you were gonna say Michael Jordan. 
Hell no. But <laughs> on to my man, Hell Franklin. No. Hell no. I'm talking about Franklin. Flipping Yo, them bricks. This episode was fucking nuts. As you know, the last episode left off with a gunshot. Who got shot? Oh, the Spanish DA joint. Yo, yo, yo. We don't fuck with the ops. She had to get pop. Chinny, chinny, bang, bang. Okay. So the previous episode ended with Gustavo, right? And Lucia's mother running into the DEA agent, Soledad, at the warehouse. We saw a gunshot go off chinny, and turned chinny, out bang, bang. he shot that bitch in the head. You know what I'm saying? Blew in her brains out. Fashion and form. You know why? Because he don't trust that hoe. And he was right. Gave her a third eye. Third he eye was blonde. definitely right as fuck. <laughs> we all know she was planning to... Figure out their whole operation, turn them into the DEA. And snitch. Shit was getting crazy. Gustavo did the right thing, okay? Damn sure. Made that bitch a member of Third Eye Blonde. I this don't blame him. This was a hot-ass episode, because while that was going on in the background, Franklin was somewhere, one of his um, stat, oh no, one of his cookhouses got raided. One of his cookhouse got raided was, you know what I mean? It, it's, it's just sad, because, you know, it's all work. You know, it was all money in. He was definitely, he definitely been on his Nipsey all money in. So finally him and, him and the homie Leon go take a break. You know what I mean? It's old school days. They're going to go down to the roller rink, get a little playtime with the hoes. Soon as that happened, Stash House get raided. People getting locked up. Block is hot. Boys everywhere. The block is super hot. Not only does um, his Stash House, Stash House, excuse me. Stash House. His cookhouse get raided. Um, they also bust in on Aunt Louie and Jerome. And of Damn. course, we're in LA. We're in the 80s. So you know they whooped his they ass. They gave him that Rodney King They whipping, gave him man. that Rodney King special. Fucked up his jerry curls. Had his shit all to the side when he came his out. His shit don't look right the rest of the season. <laughs> I done seen clips of the rest of the episodes and he been off sense why they had to do my nigga Jerome like that. When they got a limp, his jerry curl dried up, can't Dry activate his shit right. He can't even get it activated like he wants to because the police <laughs> <laughs> the police whooped his, his ass. They and broke his skirt and his curl. On top of that, did you see the black cop that nigga? Can we please talk about Officer Andre Wright? He Look at looked him. at his White counterparts whooping Jerome's ass and mm. turned around. You know why? Because he felt like it was for the good of his neighborhood. But you know what type of person that is. Mm, mm, mm. I'm not gonna call him an Uncle Tom. Uncle Tom ass nigga, I said for you. I'm not I gonna was call so him hot. no porch monkey. I was so hot. I said, I know you're not gonna turn your you're gonna turn your back. Oh, this nigga turned his back. It was the worst thing in the world. It was never. really rough to see because you really just wanted him in that moment to be like, all right, y'all, you know what I'm saying? Like, come on now. But he didn't have nothing for that brother. Ain't and had nothing. And he nothing didn't grew up in the same neighborhood with him. It, it be those people, man. You know what I mean? I, I don't care if work, the badge, none of that. You don't put none of that in front of watching your people's getting fucked up, abused in any type of way. So, you know, it's just it's just interesting to see how you know, what's going to be his role going forward. Even when his daughter confronted him to ask him, like, hey, you know, you seen him get fucked up. Like, what did you do? And, you know, she hear him kind of explain. She was on his... She definitely... After she heard her father's explanation, you know, I feel her dilemma. You know what I'm saying? It's like, 
a chasm between, <clears throat> you know, how her dad feels and her nigga Franklin. So she like, well, I've always known my dad to be a good person, so he gotta be saying what he did was the right thing. Mm. And she tried to approach Franklin with that same energy, and he was like, yo, get the fuck out of here. He was like, get the fuck out of here, because shout out to my nigga Franklin. If you don't remember, he done bust them cheeks down early in the episode. So now, you can't come to my door being a headache. You just got to be a rider. She going to come over here and try to be a headache. Get the fuck off my front porch, you ops. Franklin was on another one during this episode. I know you've seen that meeting at the end. Ooh, my man had a little Nino Brown scene. You know what I mean? That was real. I, read, I definitely love that. And it was just real boss of him to get his Nino Brown on, you know. Real short of people's like, you know, I know things went sour. People got locked up, but we I free, right? was not ready. This shit Gucci, was right? This just shows you how good of a character, I think his name is Danson Idris, um, good of an actor he is, because I was not ready for this shit. He really, he really definitely destroyed that role. You know what I mean? Figured out where the problem was in about 2.5 seconds and erased that problem. Erased it. And got the message to the got the message clear across to the team. I got the message and I wasn't even there. That man's an amazing leader and I'm just looking for this business establishment to keep on rising. I don't care what it is. He could be working for Staples, man. Staples would be on the top of the paper game, okay? He definitely bust that nigga in the head. He killed that and Leon, you know, you know Leon caught his God knows how many bodies at this point. He caught another body. Yeah, we're supposed to be doing a body count. I think Leon is on about five. By next week, I'm going to tell you an exact body count. But I'm... Okay, so you think five. I'm going to guess that he's on about eight bodies by now. I think Leon has eight bodies. Yeah, he is out on the West Coast. Yeah, he got eight bodies. Yeah, yeah. So y'all got to make sure y'all keep tuned in... The next episode comes on Wednesday at 10 o'clock. Well, apparently it comes on early for people with good cable. So it might come <laughs> on Tuesday, but my AT&T fucked up ass cable. Shout out to my people with Comcast. Y'all checking out on Tuesday. Don't spoil it for everybody. Don't spoil it for me because I'm not going to watch it till Wednesday. Right. But y'all keep up. Keep up with us and we'll be back for yeah, more. Yeah, yeah. And we're going to give y'all a break on sports right now. As you already know, football season about to start up. So we catch y'all with that next week. So we appreciate y'all tuning in, listening, engaging with us, and we'll be back next week with some new heat for y'all.